Hello and welcome to season two of The Love Podcast with me, Pip. And me, Sharon. In this second season, we're sharing conversations we've had with each other. We'll be covering a range of topics, talking about ways in which we can all love better as Christians and become more like Jesus. We're really keen to connect with you even more this season. So if you don't already, please follow us at The Love Podcast on Instagram and share all your thoughts in the comments. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to episode six of season two of The Love Podcast. Yes, and today in episode six, we are going to talk about forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness. So, Pip, have you done a bit of research? I have actually. (laughs) Surprise, I know. I know you weren't expecting me to, but I have (laughs) done a bit of research. And did you know medical researchers have discovered that there are 13 specific health benefits to forgiveness wow it's not just a spiritual thing it's a physical thing as well wow so starting with number one forgiveness leads to lower blood pressure wow when we no longer feel anxiety or anger about past grievances our heart rate drops and our blood pressure drops wow which is crazy number two stress reduction forgiveness eases stress because we no longer recycle thoughts that cause the stress to arise in the yeah. first place. You know, once you've forgiven and truly forgiven from your heart, it's cut off. Number three, less hostility. Forgiveness asks us to let go of our hostility and we become more zen, more <laughs> calm, more peaceful. It's great. Forgiveness leads to number four, better anger management skills. One of the things that I'm constantly praying for in my own quiet time is composure. Mm. And when you forgive and forgive and forgive, you just find yourself becoming more composed Mm. and you're not kind of taken over by your feelings. Number five, a lower heart rate. Forgiveness relaxes our heart because we've let go of the pain. It comes out of our system and our hearts calm down and our heart rate decreases as a result, which is amazing. Number six, Lower risk of alcohol or substance wow. abuse, which is a big one. Yeah, it's a big one because you know substance abuse can sometimes be used as a mask for underlying pain. Mm. You know, and, and and pain that's come from unforgiveness and holding on to a grudge. So you kind of use substance to uh, as a, as a method of self medication. Do you know mm. what I mean? But forgiveness kind of reduces that that risk. Fewer depression symptoms at number seven. That's a big big one right you know we all know depression is debilitating um and and has loads of issues that are negative but you know forgiveness gives us healing and grace and and replaces depression with a sense of purpose and and compassion which is huge um rattling through these now number eight fewer anxiety symptoms number nine reduction in chronic pain Number 10, more friendships. When we no longer hold grudges, we can get a lot closer to people. But if you have unforgiveness, then you build barriers. And we've spoken about building barriers in the Mm. past, I think. Number 11, healthier relationships. Number 12, you get a greater sense of spiritual well-being. And and number 13, by releasing our grievances, we become more harmonious on all levels. And we have improved psychological well-being wow which is amazing wow huge 
huge, 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 huge. So amazing, so amazing. I mean, it's it's crazy to think how much, therefore, unforgiveness affects your whole body. Completely. Um, Completely. You know, it, it, it affects everything. Mm. Mm. Your mind, body and your soul. Completely. Because... We're taught that we must forgive mm. because we have been forgiven. Yeah. So, I mean, my own personal experiences of um, unforgiveness, oh, gosh. I mean, Jesus has just changed my life. Like, he's changed me as a person. Fair and God. one thing that, um, that I used to do in my past life, BC, <laughs> um, is that if someone hurt me I would just lock them off mm. that would be it mm. like literally I, I've changed numbers like, <laughs> I would just lock them off I would just say right okay that's it I'm never speaking to you again and I just wouldn't and mm. um, and that is so wrong so mm. so so wrong and actually that very very unhealthy um behavior then cause problems in the early, um, you know, early kind of years of our relationship and the beginning of our marriage. Because <laughs> when we when we moved in together after we got married, um, if we would have an argument, I'd be like. Shall I, shall I go back to my mum's? Shall I go to my mum's? <laughs> I mean, and I, run. <laughs> I, I didn't mean like forever, yeah. but I just couldn't, I couldn't work through it. Yeah. I just was like, this is a difficult situation. I'm unhappy. I'm upset. You've upset me. I want to get away from you. I'm going to my mum's. Yeah. And yeah. so I'd verbalise that and I'd be like, right, I'm going to go to my mum's. And Pip would be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Don't be so silly. And so then I'd have to, I'd have to stay and be in this uncomfortable environment. But it forced me to work through the issue. Mm. And how I wish that I'd learnt to work through issues before. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just not a good look to. A, do that in the first place, mm. and then B, take that behaviour into, into marriage. Into marriage yeah. <laughs> do you have any other kind of examples of unforgiveness mm. and the importance of forgiveness? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, I have a family member who hurt me really badly a few years, like quite a few years back now. Um, oh, I'd say what, like, nine no longer yeah yeah 10 years about 10 years um and at first um it was so painful and I was like okay I've forgiven him but then someone would mention his name we'll talk about him and all those feelings would just rush back and it's almost like a physical inside of you that when someone mentions their name it just does something to the inside of you so I'd be like you know I know that God wants me to forgive this person um, and I know that I need to forgive them so I'd be like okay I'm I'm really trying here I'm gonna forgive them I'm gonna because I thought that forgiveness was like a one-time deal that if you really meant it that that was it 
yeah that was it it would just go and sometimes it can be like that but sometimes as it says um in the bible so just taking it to scripture here um matthew eighteen twenty one. It says, then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. And that is really applicable in this situation. Mm -hmm. Literally like four years people would mention this person's name and it would just like I, I would I'd be like, no, I'm over it. I really feel like I'm over it. I really feel like, you know, I've got past it, I've moved on, it's been a few years now. And then someone would say, Oh, so and so is doing really well. This has happened and that has happened. And I'd be like Argh. So I'd be like, Lord, help me, I forgive him, I forgive him. And yeah, that that scripture has just been so true in in this experience for me yeah. like i've literally just had to forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive until that sting just becomes less and less and less and less and i'd say that it's almost non-existent now if it ever comes up again you know, I, I do, heart check. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do a heart check and I know that I have to say, Lord, I forgive. Mm. Um, but it is definitely, or it can be a process. And so I think that we need to have um, kind of um, grace for ourselves in that situation to not be angry with ourselves that we haven't or frustrated that we haven't forgiven because we have but you do have to sometimes keep on forgiving so that the pain becomes less. I guess you could liken it to the hurt is an open wound and the forgiveness is um, an ointment. And depending on how deep the wound wow, is, you know, over time, mm. you might need to keep on applying that ointment or it might not be that deep a cut. So mm. a couple of applications, you're on your way. Look at that. that is, you heard it here first. What a what a deep, deep, profound <laughs> analogy. Forgiveness is like an ointment. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love so that. how about you, though, Pip? Have you had... Yeah, ones? 100%. And I mean, without, without um, diving deep into, into specifics, there was a, there was a kind of um, a, a hangover um, issue in our relationship. And I couldn't... At the very start of our relationship, and I couldn't really quite put my finger on what it was. Do you remember, mm. babe? I was... Mm led to a lot of um a lot of frustration and I ended up kind of going for counselling and so that, that that's a neat segue to, to any guys that, that are listening to, to the podcast right now. Um th- th- there are all sorts of negative and in my in my mind toxic associations with going for counselling. Mm. Um almost by association um, you know, you've got some sort of deep mental health issue if you're going to to to, to counselling, and and associations with mental health issues are um, improving, but we've still got some way to go. Mm. I will say, throw all that in the bin, <laughs> throw it in the bin. If if your car needs a service, you don't just hope it goes away. Mm. You take your car for a service. 
we, we, we look after our bodies in terms of going to the gym and having full body checkups and going to the doctors if we've banged our knee or hurt our arm or whatever. But yet our minds are meant to be this um, self-medicated, self-improved, self-diagnosed phenomenon within the human mm, body. It's true. mental, it's yeah. mental. So I, I'm a huge, huge advocate for counselling, not least because, you know, I remember going to the first counselling session thinking that the root cause of whatever it was that was happening at the time was A, and it turned out to be unforgiveness. And I and I would never have made that association. I would mm. never have made that connection if left to my own devices. It was, it was unforgiveness in relation to a family member and my upbringing. And it was something that I'd buried so deep within. Mm. And look, I make no bones about it. Counselling is not fun. It's not easy mm. when you're being asked these questions and you're having to go through your past and go through you know, history and relive things that you might not necessarily want to li- relive. But there's healing on the other side of it. I love your analogy about forgiveness being an ointment because oh. it, it really it really is. So I'm a huge, huge advocate of that. And I actually, in one of the sessions, you know, I was invited to um, to forgive. It was a Christian counsellor, Christian counselling, and I was invited to actually declare the words out that I forgive such and such. Mm. And I think, yeah, I would encourage anyone who's dealing with unforgiveness yeah. to, you know, if, if it is a deep wound, to seek good Christian counselling, uh, but also um, to declare the words out. When, when you've got to that point, mm. when you've, you know, you've got to the root and you've unpicked the layers and you, you're at that point, to declare it out. Mm. You know, I forgive such and such for such and such. Because words carry power. Mm. And when you declare something... It's a lot different to when you think something internally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's crazy. Definitely. So when you check it, like unforgiveness comes in so many different forms. Mm. I think it's really important to recognise like how how deep this unforgiveness goes because it may just be a I forgive them the once and it's fine. Mm. It may be you know, over years, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, and then it goes away. Or it may be, no, this thing has taken root, it's become a stronghold in my life, and so I actually need, like, deliverance from it, Mm. and through prayer, through counselling, however, you know, it, it, it is that it needs to be uprooted, think you have to recognize that and seek the help that you need because as we've seen it hurts you Mm. it doesn't Mm. hurt the other person Mm. and it's it's one thing to kind of pay that lip service because you know people say all the time yeah unforgiveness it hurts the the person who's holding the grudge rather than the other person but I think you need to take that seriously do you know what I mean because you can hear that but it needs to actually take hold of you and you really search okay is there unforgiveness here Mm. because this needs to be dealt with this is not something that I want to live with um Mm. and there are you know so many 
health benefits have completely, been lifted, completely, completely. let alone obedience to God. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I mean, bringing it into a context of um, relationships for a second, mm. I, I would say within within a marriage, um, having that appreciation and knowing the importance of forgiveness is key. Yeah. It is yeah. critical. Yeah. Because you know, if if you've come together in a Christian context or not, it doesn't it doesn't kind of bear any relevance into in terms of two people coming together from two different sets of kind of backgrounds and upbringings and circumstances and experience and you come together there are going to be clashes mm, yeah. just, there will be there will be don't let instagram pictures fool you don't there are going to be clashes this ain't no mills and boone novel this isn't a jackie collins not a jackie collins um, novel do you know what i mean there's going to be clashes and so actually regular forgiveness it is key. It's yeah, it's critical. Yeah. And 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 I don't know. There's such a weighty kind of um, weighty connotation to regular forgiveness. It almost sounds sacrificial. But guess what? Love is sacrifice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Love is sacrifice, particularly in the context of a marriage. Mm. You you have to you have to die to self. Definitely, and I think you. You going for that counselling actually saved our marriage, and mm. um, because we obviously came into it with the best intentions, mm. um, but after all the kind of the you know the fizz kind of fizzles. No, but you know the the initial like yeah, excitement yeah, yeah, yeah. of oh the we're buzz. newlyweds oh, and we're living together wonderful. and this is what we've longed for, yeah. and then that all goes. And the real stuff kind of starts mm. and you're actually getting to know the character of the person that you've married. In the context of a marriage. In, in, yeah, yeah. It, married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, you know, that will happen through you living with someone because yeah. you're spending all this time with them. Mm. Then the cracks will start to show. 100%. And so, um, 100%. you know, that like... Pitt said at the beginning there were certain you know behaviors that were and certain behaviors on my part as well but you know what he was dealing with it definitely needed to be rooted out and I tell you something after he went for the counseling and was delivered from that unforgiveness our marriage was completely different Mm, wasn't it mm, completely different completely different So where it says in the health benefits, you know, more friendships, Mm. better friendships, better relationships, um, because you've, you know, you've gotten through that, Mm. um, that unforgiveness and you're just a a lighter and a nicer person to be around. It's crazy. It's so, so crazy. And I mean, you know, taking it to scripture that same portion of scripture actually um, where Peter, and I love the character of Peter, he's like, action first, think later. Um, He's gone to Jesus, oh, how many times do I need to forgive my brother? And Jesus has gone those 77 times, which actually, Jesus didn't, I'm not going to talk on Jesus' behalf, but that was like um, a turn of phrase. He was taking the seven and saying 77 times, actually, 
as many times as you need to. Yeah. Is the message. Yeah. Just continually keep on doing it. And then he goes on to tell the parable of the unforgiven servant, where just to very quickly paraphrase, you know, this guy was owing money and he got he got um, forgiven, and this this debt that he owed was just huge, like you know, just a, just just many 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 years of salary, and he just couldn't repay it. And so the guy who he owed it to was like, "No, don't worry." And then so he was forgiven of his debt, and then that same guy was on the road and saw someone who owed him like you know um, a pittance in comparison mm. and he had him up and was like no I'm not gonna where's my money fam and like had him <laughs> up against the wall and like would, would, wouldn't let it go and then it got back to the original guy who forgave the big debt and mm. he was like you did what like mm. what I forgave you that massive debt and you couldn't let this little debt go mm. okay I'm gonna throw you in prison until you pay me back every single penny of that lifetime worth of debt Mm. kind of thing and, and and the scary message um that jesus delivers in terms of that parable it is found in matthew 18 verse 35 um i'll go back to 34 and in anger his master delivered him to the jailers so in anger the guy who had the original debt delivered the unforgiving guy to the jailers until he should pay all his debt 35 so also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. If mm. you do not forgive your brother from your heart. That is a command. Mm. It's not an opinion. Mm. It's not based on my truth, my version of the truth, how I'm feeling. Mm. It's a command. And if we call ourselves Christians and we've taken up our cross, we've denied ourselves and we're following Jesus Christ. Well, it's there in black and white. We've mm. got to forgive. It's not. It's not uh, up for debate. Mm. It really, really isn't, which is um, easier said than done. Because Definitely. you know there are, there are some there are some um, debts that are trivial. You yeah. know, leaving the toilet seat up, for example. <laughs> and there are some debts that are going to take you know many many years, lots of counselling, lots of grace mm. to to get through the other side. Mm. But the one thing I do know, irrespective of where you lie on that spectrum. We have the Holy Spirit here to help us. Definitely. And we are changed from the inside out, aren't we? We can't do it in our, in our own strength. Absolutely not. Absolutely strength. not. I think one thing that's really, really helped me is knowing the forgiveness of Christ and knowing how much I have been forgiven Completely. and that he keeps on forgiving mm. me. Mm. And that has helped me to then reflect upon what someone else perhaps has done to me that I feel is you know so bad mm. actually in comparison to the debt I've been forgiven mm. I, like like that parable that you just said it's mm. looking to Jesus and how much we've been forgiven is such a sobering kind of mm-hmm. th- thought mm-hmm. um, that can help us um, to to forgive others. Absolutely.